0: Hello, guys, and welcome to the FSLS podcast. Alex is on the mic, and welcome to the grand interview with Miss Harvey. Exactly, Miss Harvey. So, Miss Harvey, which subjects are you qualified to teach, and what grades do you teach these subjects?
1: OK, well, I am actually qualified to teach all sciences. And here, I teach chemistry to everybody apart from the poor eighth graders not the poor eighth graders but um just apart from the eighth graders i don't teach eighth grade chemistry but seven through 12 i am miss chemistry
0: all right miss chemistry so why (laughs) did you become a teacher
1: you know i always think that's one of the most difficult questions to answer there's a couple of reasons why It, it wasn't that when i was younger I wanted to be a teacher. I didn't want to be a teacher. I thought it was really uncool to be a teacher. And I was like, even when I was doing my teacher training when I was at t- university, I was like, oh man, this is so uncool. Like I feel so uncool. But um, yeah, no, what it was, was I um, I worked, when I was at university, I worked with a community there that that does like outreach to schools so if you are like a specialist in a subject which usually you are because you're at university studying a subject you would go you would like volunteer your time to go into schools and kind of make the subject a bit more understandable so like I would then go into schools and kind of help kids like just run like study clubs in school and stuff and I say volunteered I probably wouldn't have done it if it was voluntary I did get paid by the university which probably was the reason why I did it but um it was really good fun it was really really nice and I really really enjoyed going into the science department like sitting with the science teachers in the in the break times having a coffee with the science teachers and just chatting science with people. It's kind of what you do when you're at university. You, you sound kind of just like nerd out about your subjects. That's, that's like the whole purpose of it. And then like going into a workplace and being like, wow, you get to like nerd out. I don't know, it was nice and it was kind of like everybody was talking about science and there was a really nice community feel. I really liked working with the children that I was working with. And then I kind of like volunteered more and more of my time and I started doing like summer clubs. And then eventually I kind of, when I left university I was working, I was working in a lab doing like analytical chemistry and it was fun. I liked the fact that of all my friends I was the only kind of like person with a weird job, I liked that. But then I realised that it was actually, uh, I don't know, it wasn't so much fun being on your own in a lab all day. And um, I really, really wanted to spend my time kind of chatting to people and, I don't know, yeah, engaging with people about stuff that I enjoy. And so I think that's where everything came together and the clouds parted and I just thought, oh, I'm gonna have to go be a teacher then. Oh, it's so uncool. But yeah, there we go. (laughs)
2: That seems like a very optimistic mindset to have for a job.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but you know, I have to be honest, actually i do kind of i do love loads about being a teacher like there's not very many people that get to go to work and just completely be themselves and talk to people all day like i'm i'm a bit of a chatterbox i'm a bit of like a talker
2: so a social person yeah Yeah. totally
1: and i feel like yeah i get to do that all day and 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 kind of like make people listen to me. Like people have to listen to me otherwise they'll be in trouble. So it's like, it's an amazing, it's amazing for me.
0: So it's fair to say that you started liking to teach people and decided to become a teacher by teaching people. I mean, that's, I guess that's the best way to come to the conclusion that you're supposed to be a teacher by job, right?
1: Yeah, by practicing, by finding out, yeah. And you know, yeah, going and sitting with a load of teachers in their break time and having a laugh, I, I did think it was going to be quite an easy job, and it isn't, by far.
2: Is it because of the 8th graders?
1: <laughs> I've got nothing against the 8th graders, let's get this right, I've got nothing against the 8th graders. I just, they are the class that I don't teach, there had to be one class that I didn't teach, and they are they. So sorry 8th grade, it's nothing, it's not you, it's me. Um, but yeah, so I, yeah, I, I tried it, I liked it, and that's, that's how I got here.
0: Wonderful story. Now let's go further back. What was your favorite and least favorite subject as when you were a student?
1: okay well i'm gonna let you into a little secret here alexi and anthony um Uh,
0: and then the whole audience (laughs) and, and everybody
1: else on listening um i really really did not do very well at school i really really struggled with um rules and following rules and behaving and i really 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 found it difficult and so when I was in primary school, I loved it, loved school. And then I got to secondary school and I absolutely hated it, I think from day one. And so I don't think I could, I don't think I had a favorite subject. I don't think there was a subject that I didn't hate at most points. It was really bad. I liked French. Well, there you well, go. I liked to te- I liked studying okay,
0: French. Okay, and what did you like least? What was like at the absolute worst? Um, Chemistry. <laughs>
1: well, do you know, sciences were pretty bad, yeah. I really, really didn't like them, but you know, when I was at school, your science teachers were like 80-year-old men with like white hair and they didn't speak to you and they'd just be like this is what we're doing sit down get your books get writing and they would just like write on the on the on the chalkboard and you would just copy it down and it was so boring and if you didn't understand something you couldn't say I don't understand because they would just they didn't understand that how can you not understand you're just copying from a book and so it was really tough and so I think the sciences for me were the hardest because there was nobody there to kind of stop and explain anything and it just felt like it was a world of just numbers and diagrams and letters and I just was like I don't know what any of this is about and I really struggled I got really, really struggled in science.
2: Yeah, I think that might, you know, the cause of that might be also, you know, people who are 80s, uh, 80, oh dear, <laughs> 80 years old, uh, where they've worked for let's say about maybe 60, 50 years. You know, eventually you you get you start to get tired yeah. of that kind of work. And fresh teachers every, I th- I think I believe like every couple of generations there will be a a, of school you know cycles let's say you know first grade to 12th grade you'll have fresh teachers for example we are lucky enough to have fresh teachers there aren't many people who are over 40 in our school and
1: i think as well i think i think it's really interesting i think that like it's it's not just like your age it's kind of like your how yeah and how how much you keep up with it because it's like teaching there are, there are fashions in teaching and it sounds weird but like in the same way that we're not wearing the same i don't know same cut of jeans that we were wearing in the 80s we're wearing you know well maybe we are actually that's a completely bad example <laughs> because <we're, laughs> everything's coming There's back some people have mullets yeah I'm not, i love a mullet um and a mustache a mullet and a mustache i'm, I'm all over that um but yes Like, you know what I mean, though? Like, there are trends in teaching. And so, like you you can keep up to date you can keep up to date and keep fashionable with teaching which is I find quite a weird concept but it, it's true and like I was talking to Mr out today and he was saying that in Montana where his teaching license is from they every eight years you have to reapply for your teaching license so you have to show evidence that you've been keeping up with trends and that you're like going, and going on all these like um, refresher courses to go and like you know re re kind of retrained to be a teacher and so every every few years he has to go and do that and I like mean, reapply to the state of montana
0: i mean um, mr sworthout would be a perfect example of somebody who keeps up with like the teaching i'm i, I don't quite remember how long he has been into teaching but it's quite a lot, quite a bit of time and he is still a very cool teacher and just a cool guy in general. I mean he's a cool
1: guy. Yeah. It's like, he's a cool guy.
0: right after our first quarantine we were in the sports hall and somebody brought a skateboard. Mr. Swarthart walked in for the class and he's like, who's scared skateboard is that? And we like, and Nina was skating on it and she was kind of scared. And He's like, may I borrow it from you? And she was afraid (laughs) that he's going to take you away. But he just started like doing very speedy corners around the class yeah that's
1: yeah it yes. doesn't it, well it's actually that does cool. yeah mr swore cool awesome.
0: yeah super cool guy but the interview
2: that, is about miss harvey Alexa, about
0: me, Alexi.
1: Yeah. yes about me lexi my god we all know mr swore really you cool you did it
0: yourself no <laughs> <laughs> okay back to you you partially answered to this question already but nevertheless would you add would you like to add anything on top to this question of what kind of student you were in school
1: Yeah, bad, naughty, 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 naughty. Imagine like, I don't know. Oh my gosh. Anyway, no. I was I was I was not a good student and I think that's probably why I'm so like with the with the rules, with the school rules now, I'm so on it because yeah, don't you don't want to end up like me, kids? <laughs> there's still,
2: uh, listen, listen, there actually you have ended up quite well because you have a job that well, currently I believe you do like yes. So except for the eighth grade, no. So she doesn't I am do like just, <laughs> just joking. They're
1: awful, though
2: <laughs> But there is still some hope for people who don't enjoy school right oh, now oh
1: yeah and you know i think yeah i yeah you you just you don't have to do things right the first time there's always an opportunity to get it right later on when when you're ready to get it right and i think that uh it took me a while but uh, yeah i i uh i found what i what i wanted and i you know i was able to go and get it and work hard for it and yeah
0: we all grow at our own pace this is it this is it this is
1: it we can't all be perfect when we leave school
0: yeah and we can't all be perfect at any point of our life no that's so true it's it's sort of the point of life to get as good as you can for yourself
1: yeah keep improving yes
0: uh don't stay don't stand still
1: no be more swarth out
0: (laughs) yeah be more swarth out Or Herowski even, actually. Yeah? Yeah, we, like, listen to her the podcast with her. I
1: haven't had a chance uh, to, to listen to his. I've listened to, like, three of the interviews, Two but I haven't three. had... Oh,
0: mm. they're all great, actually, like... Well,
1: yeah, I was really impressed, actually. I was really impressed. A lot of
0: people are, like, open from a completely different side. Who did you
1: listen to? I listened to Swarthout, I listened yeah. to Ramsey, and I listened to a little bit of Colbison, but that was... I didn't finish the uh, episode.
0: Mr. Swarthout apparently worked at this, you know, half. Hazarding thing, like what is this? do you hear that? I mean, wow. This man. Yeah, been yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, job, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. The environmental waste. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: That's that's pretty cool. And you never know, you know. You just don't know. That's why we created this project. Anyways, let's go on. Do you have any extra responsibilities at school?
1: Yes, I do. I am the learnhouse sprecher, which I didn't really know what it was uh, for a while.
2: So could you clarify on that, maybe?
1: Yeah, I think, um, so the job, the, the kind of, the job is we are, so it's me and Mr. Swarthout, and we are there to help Frau Czerniak, Herr Hog and Frau Herzig and mostly Frau Herzig with the kind of day-to-day running of the um, secondary secondary school so there's lots of I would say like administrative things so things like um, and I know Mr Swarthout talked about it on the, on his episode the lunch plans the kind of um, Aggie the VPF choices the um, coach lists and all of that kind of thing that's that's what we do, and I suppose it's kind of um, a lot of stuff that Frau Herzig possibly hasn't got time to do, and um, some things on top as well.
2: I remember that last year when Herr Van was uh, absent, you uh, supervised the LPO meetings and stuff.
1: Yeah, do yeah. You still do
2: that? Or? No,
1: actually, I was a bit disappointed no, this year. the The LPO um, Frau Herzig does the LPO. And yeah, do you know, I really enjoyed it last year, I think it was um, it was only brief, it was just while he was, um, I don't know if it was the time that it was because he'd broken his leg or whether it was because he'd become a father, I don't know which.
2: I It took a little while, so I believe it might have been when he became a father.
1: Or was it, well, did, the, did the two combine? I don't know I, what, what happened, <laughs> but he was away for a while, wasn't yeah, he?
2: Yeah, it was quite a while, it was... Three, four... Actually, I don't even remember. I don't, you know,
1: I don't either. I got, I've got corona brain, I don't know what...
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's been so, so long. And so
1: last... much has happened.
0: Yeah, like, time flies by so quick. We're doing this thing for two years and we barely realise it. It's crazy, isn't it? Yeah, and there was life before that as well.
1: Wow. Yeah. Right? Yeah.
0: On the point of LPOs, they're actually becoming sort of more independent. Yeah, Because I was... of some people.
1: Yeah, <laughs> no, well, I... I I listened to what you said today in Happy Monday and I think, you know, I think the LPO is another thing where I think people probably don't really know what it is or kind of don't really understand what the role is and I think, you know, there's probably a lot that we, the Learn begleiters could could do about that because if you don't know what it is and we're asking you to run for LPO and then if there's not enough clear messaging about what it is and what your responsibilities would be, then you kind of don't get behind it as much. And so I think it's great that you're kind of like trying to um...
0: I'm trying to sort of, you know, not revive it But like give it another chance the LPO thing to like become something better and like What I had in mind when running for president is that I like I want to make like an LPO or this LPO thing like a whole functioning administrative organ of its own kind run by students in the way that um, you know uh, some students have excellent ideas, but the way they interpretate their ideas always like bring them to nothingness and some yeah. things just become rumors that never become yeah. true. Yeah through the LPOs you would get this to an LPO meeting, the LPOs would discuss it form something logical that you could bring to the administration and then bring it to the administration and then the chances of this becoming true of this concern like becoming a real thing or of this idea becoming a real thing this the chances suddenly rise a lot yeah so yeah like that's the idea we actually we actually asked uh, Frau Herzig to like assign us uh, the psychologists of the school so with that we also would have the ability to maybe uh, trying to um, you know individually like sort out and maybe like Problems between the students, if there are any. So you know, if you bring it to administration right away, it goes, it gets way too serious, way too soon. There are parents involved. There's a lot of trouble about it, and then there are like you know scars between these two people, mm-hmm. and the bond will never work out. And if you bring it to like Leon Partners with a psychologist, we could kind of sort it out. Maybe uh, like regulate the situation to different teachers or to um what are they called like the teacher that is assigned to you
1: you learn
0: your uh, begleiter yes so, yeah. you're, you're so we could like sort out things independently and not as official but yeah. effective and even more effective can
1: i ask did you guys um hear about these community circles
0: um not quite no what are you talking about
1: oh so there's um we're trying to bring in a um restorative practice where if there are any conflicts we can use um like reflection and talking to try to resolve those conflicts and it's called it's called restorative um, practices and one of the things is a community circle where you um sit a group in a circle, literally in a circle, and you, um, somebody moderates it. So at first it would be the begleiter, and they would, you know, if, if something had happened, say there'd been um, a fight, and um, we would sit everybody in a circle and the learn begleiter would speak. And then if somebody wanted to speak, um, we would pass something, sometimes it's just symbolic like I'm going to pass you this box of tissues and then you can talk, but you can only talk when you've got the the talk, the object and it's a kind of um, way for people to get their feelings out but then also um, to feel heard because when you're talking everybody's theoretically listening and it's a really interesting way they're doing it in the primary school and we're trying to like find a way to integrate it with older students without it being patronizing like we don't want to go to you guys like oh hey guys like pass the box of tissues and and like think about your thoughts yeah, and how you feel <laughs> like we we realise that that would um probably make you feel like we think you're a baby and not that you have like
0: that actually happens sort of to us we had it at some point not a fight but there was a problem with uh, a young partner that eventually left school and we had sort of these community circles with some like professionals for that and we mm. have people are joking about this up to date because like the way we were treated more as kids we didn't really like yeah so i
1: think there's a lot of yeah it's it's about pitching it to the right level isn't it and having an adult conversation whereas i think kind of it's too easy to be like, we're the grown-ups, you're the children, let's think about it. Yeah. So it's difficult, but that's something that um, I think that the school psychologist would probably recommend if, if that was something you wanted.
2: It, it's a good idea, but I feel like for us, our generation, or not generation per se, our age group, we kind of... We keep our feelings to ourselves. <sighs> That's, let's say it like that. Um, yeah, that's exactly what I'm You don't really know, yeah, you're, yeah, you're yeah. all
1: really emotional and like hormonal. You've like, where your feelings? Your feelings are, like, visible to the whole world. I think you just think it's, you're being really... really, it. It really it maybe, uh,
2: maybe
0: that's... It, 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 You're right and you're wrong at the same time. Because, like, <laughs> what, what a human being sometimes projects is completely different from different from what a human being feels. That's the idea behind what I have in my imagination of the LPOs, that, like, there's this one student that you can come to and the problem may be solved, like, on your level. Like, you won't feel like somebody's standing over you like some grown-up we're all kids here and like so and we have the psychologists that nobody knows about it's Mm -hmm. a mystery so we and also like a lot of lpos there like the lpo people that are there right now i feel like they're very intellectual people and like
1: is it a good group i don't even know who it is
0: uh I, I I don't remember them all by names but I remember the Sioris from ninth grade, uh, Ferry from eleventh grade. Mm. Like the I I feel like these people are sorta of like, you know, one of the smart ones that can
1: Yeah, like, and they're all quite yeah. emotionally intelligent as well.
0: Yeah, but like like at most I will actually take a lot of duty, uh, depending like on the organization of anything or the moral aspects and social aspects because like i feel like i'm the guy to do that i mean it seems like i'm good at it so i don't Mm -hmm. know anyways let's move on
1: okay who
0: are you outside of school
1: i guess i am my gosh it's a really difficult question okay so i guess i am um obviously i'm I'm a, a human being and i don't know whether like i know when i was at school um if i saw my teacher in a shop or something like on a Saturday afternoon I would just be like oh my god what are they doing here (laughs) like oh my god as if they're out of the house what they they leave the house and wearing jeans oh how embarrassing like (laughs) I would always be like oh my god I can't believe that they how dare they show their face in a shop they're a teacher (laughs) I was totally like baffled and now I guess it's so weird because I can be out and about and like doing things and I think oh my gosh I wonder how strange it would be to see a student now like what would they think of me but I guess we're kind of different we're a different generation we're we're a, we're a different group of people aren't we so about me I don't need to tell you that I'm a human with a with that lives in a house um so yeah I guess I mean I'm a big art lover that might not come as such a surprise considering my husband is the art teacher. Um, but yeah, a huge art lover and um, I've got a lot of friends in in the Berlin kind of art scene. I've got some friends that run um, an exhibition space and so a lot of um, my weekends are taken up. Going to exhibitions, going to see um, shows, um, helping friends organise exhibitions and things. Yeah, I mean, just this weekend... Um, Mr. Ollie had an exhibition in Mitter, and I helped. I helped put the show on. Helped to hang all of the work. Um, Spend the time, you know, chatting to people. It's nice, very sociable, very uh, fun thing to do. So yeah, that's one side of me. And the other side of me is quite, I think I said I was a bit nerdy earlier, quite bookish. I love reading, love playing board games. So my ideal weekend, if I'm not out at an exhibition, pretending to be really extrovert, I'm playing board games with some friends and a nice curry. And that's it, really. Eat What's a curry. What's your
2: favourite board game? Oh,
1: Anthony. what? Where do we go? Um, okay, right. Catan.
2: Okay, yeah, I can completely agree.
1: Carcassonne.
2: Yeah, I, I have that too. It's pretty nice. Game.
1: Um, I've got the... Basically, I go after... Um, oh gosh I can't um I go after the the, the spiel des Jahres. mm yeah um I'll either try and get the main prize or the critics prize um and so I like go to um flow at the weekend to find like old spiel Jaras in people's trash that they like think is not worth anything so there's a really amazing game that's from the 80s that I've got that's called Alf AXA and it's like a, a trucking game and you've got like, <laughs> you've got to go around this map of Germany, um, like doing jobs, like going from Berlin to Rostock with like eight eight boxes of goods for and then you like get paid at the end of it so you might get like four euro and then you've got to plan your route around the map so you like plan all your jobs and you've got to like bid for the jobs and get awarded the jobs oh my god i love that game alphax it's amazing it's from the 80s <laughs> <laughs> that sounds
2: quite fun
0: yeah that's this also sounds like a modern simulator game but like not Yeah, digital. and
1: I love that as well. You see, I'm a total like Sim Sim City. I used to be obsessed like when when PC gaming in was in its infancy. I'm I'm not into like all these like Call of Duty and I can't yeah. get I, it's too complicated for me. But like all are like the old school. I don't know. I was just obsessed. And so those kind of strategy board games. Uh, yeah, I love Carcassonne, Catan. Um, I've got a new, the, the Atzel. Do you know Atsel? I don't know if I, I pronounced that right. I That's what I call it. I don't it.
2: think I do know it. It's
1: like a tile game. And you like these patterned tiles. And you have to create a grid of these tiles. Oh, I love it. Strategy. Oh, competition. I'm, I'm such a competitive person. And like... I am a board flipper if I don't win. I get very angry.
2: (laughs) All right, fair. Uh, So what's your kind of ideal amount of time that you would spend on board games? Oh
1: my gosh. Well, back in England, back in England, I used to live about 10 minute walk from my friends and they were like my board game friends. And every weekend I would go down to their house um, like on a Friday night about eight o'clock and we'd get a takeaway and we would play board games until about six in the morning every weekend and it would be like mr ollie would be at home he wasn't <laughs> like so interested he might come for one or two games but we would play board games for like 10 hours
2: that's a, non, well, that's a round of monopoly right there quite a, <laughs> quite a long round of monopoly but yeah. It's a, yeah
1: yeah so you know like just board game after board game like another another round let's go i like
2: that, um, that actually sounds really fun. I'd love to, because th- the issue is, I also love board games, but I've never really had, th- I love the really long ones that take a long time, but usually those, uh, you know, they take too long and I don't really have anyone to play with for that long, so yeah. I, yeah, but. The
1: th- worst thing, like when we first moved to Berlin, a lot of the games we've got are, are more than two player, <laughs> and when we first moved to Berlin, we were like, what are we gonna do? We've got no, we've got any board game friends, like they're all in England, and we had to like, uh, you know, when you meet people, you're like, oh yeah, cool, yeah, 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 do you like board games though, do you want to (laughs) come around and play a board game for like five hours with me at the weekend, yeah, yeah, fun?
0: (laughs) Sounds good, yeah, (laughs) let's be friends. (laughs) Yeah,
1: please play with me.
0: Yeah, nothing can go wrong, right? (laughs) (laughs) Talking about competition, uh... I do know and I, I think I do know that you're not only like an uh, inside person, you seem to be pretty um, sporty because you were pretty complicated to beat at badminton, I'm <laughs> not going to lie. <laughs> do
1: you know what, as well, after we played against each other, so so uh, Mr. Van Danza was away and me and Lexi had a really intense game of yes <laughs> <laughs> i didn't even know i was like just went down to help um frau gotstein in the hall because in the sport hall because there's so many people in there and i was just like i can't watch them playing i need to i'm 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 up i'm playing with them right alexi come on yeah i was the only me. one without
0: the partner so we just <laughs> went ahead uh,
1: but you know i've um, so yeah no I do love sports I'm, I'm a big sport fan playing sports and watching sports um, for sure following sports online everything I'm obsessed but um, you know on a Monday night now um, we've started playing badminton with some of the staff after, after I played with you because I was like oh man god I loved it like this was so much fun Alexi's like I have remembered he's helped me to remember that I love badminton And I'm so rubbish at it I can't relive (laughs) that moment It seemed just like good luck That we just had an amazing rally Uh,
0: It's not happened since The thing is we're not trying to win each other That's why it works
1: Yeah I guess so We were just really enjoying the the
0: playing Because it's also about how you play If you would play against Aurora No chance No? Yes She's a professional (laughs) Unbeatable (laughs) Like she's actually like, Like I don't know she like has two or three trainings a week, and like she has been doing it for like four or five years.
1: Oh,
0: yeah! Frau Gottstein even allowed
2: her to grade some of our stuff. Yeah, she actually was grading us
0: on our badminton.
1: Oh my gosh, that's so cool! Yeah, you know,
2: she's really good at it. I have
1: to say, that's one of my biggest regrets is not doing sports
0: not becoming a sports teacher <laughs>
1: well no because i couldn't cope with the noise actually i couldn't cope with the noise but not doing sports like at school i was in the football team i was in the hockey team i was in the netball team and then i left school and i never did it again until i was like a full-grown adult and it's like I, I wish i'd done it because i enjoyed it so much and i think that uh, it's a really big regret I, I could be who knows i could be amazing uh, loads of sports that I've never tried like I've never done vo- volleyball never done it maybe I'm amazing at volleyball
0: I don't think it's too late to try <laughs> why not so, absolutely why not no it's
1: true I don't think I'm tall enough though let's be honest I don't think I can I got. I, I. surely you have to be I have to be able to see I, I over don't, the net No. about
0: volleyball oh, yeah. I have no clue <laughs>
1: no me either me either who knows
2: the net isn't actually that big of a problem. I mean, you can see through it, so... <laughs> That's so <laughs> but true. But I mean, like,
0: the thing <laughs> is, like, literally, I, I think you need height. hide. But anyways, what would be a perfect student for you? How would you describe this person?
1: I like this question. I gave this some thought as well. I think, for me, um, I know that uh, nobody's perfect. And so, for me, the perfect student would just be somebody who really liked being involved in the class somebody who listened and could follow instructions and yeah basically wanted to get involved so anybody who wants to get involved whether that is like answering questions or just helping or just you know not being like a completely silent blank face for me that's the perfect student so there's actually loads of them in every class which is nice for me
0: so you really like people that engage right yeah Okay guys, you heard it, you know, now you know everything about how to get a one in chemistry. <laughs> I will use this advice. <laughs> I mean you should still study for tests and stuff. Oh but gosh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean of that's course. that's part of it, like that's that's the standard. I don't think there is a teacher who would say you don't do anything but you engage, I love you, get a one well
2: actually no ethics, let's not ethics, get <laughs> <ethics>. <laughs> okay let's not get political right. here
0: did you teach at any other schools before fsis and why why fsis why do you prefer it why are you still here for Seoul? why
1: am i still here why are you still here um i no taught. pressure
0: <laughs>
1: okay i'll go alexi sorry um no i taught in england in a few different schools All of them were quite similar in their um, like structure in as in like they were all city centre schools really big schools and real mix of people and then um, this is my first job not in England so it's my first teaching job not in England it's my first teaching job in Germany um, and I think it's great I think it's really exciting to be in a very kind of new place I mean obviously it doesn't feel so new anymore like I I, I feel like I've been here for a long time but um, it's exciting to be somewhere where you can you can have an impact like you know a lot of schools I know everyone like imagines schools in England are like Harry Potter Right, I get that, that's Harvard-ish, your-
0: Harvardish, Oxfordish kind of thing, like a giant old mansion that is a school.
1: Yeah, maybe not so much that, but like all the traditions, yeah. that's really normal. And all schools have like house systems. So they're not all Slytherin and Hufflepuff, but they are like, you know, we have house systems. Kids are like put into houses and stuff. And um, we they, they are really like traditional and you go to a school and you kind of think, why do we do this and everyone's just like because that's what we do that's the way it is and there's no you feel like sometimes like god has this school been here for like 200 years because it seems like nothing ever changes and so it's really nice to be here because you can have a direct impact and it feels like things don't um, get old things are constantly like getting better and they're getting um, you know we're we're all having a say on it like you know you're talking about LPO like you you get to have a say on kind of how the school is run like last year we came up with social points love em or hate them we came up with it and it was an exciting thing to like be able to bring something completely new we did that it was really cool and i think it's amazing you don't get that in british schools they're very very old fashioned in that way traditional I should say and everywhere does the same because that's what everyone else does so I love it here for that we get to have an impact
2: and that's cool. For those who don't know I did actually go to a British school, uh, a a British school of Beijing, Uh, there was actually a British school there so I do, I can relate to the house system and stuff. I also believe there were things like um, you would get Actually, it was very close to what we have currently with graduation, where you had different kind of, uh, except you didn't get any privileges from it. It was just something you could hang up on your wall like, oh, you followed the rules or you did something mm. really nice for someone. Here you go, ha- have a, like a platinum or a gold oh, or bronze yeah. or yeah. silver award Yeah, lots Yeah, lots
1: of rewards, actually. I think that's one thing that's nice about the English schools. You do get, there's a lot of like rewards for things. You get certificates for things. It feels quite nice.
2: Yeah, it's, it's nice until you're me in third grade who wasn't that good of a kid either. I mean,
0: privileges as rewards are kind of more useful, you know?
1: <laughs> well, yeah, they are useful, I'll give you that. But they are, you've, 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 there's not many schools where you get privileges Yeah, like, on top.
0: Bl- bl- Normally you just would a-
1: get, like, well done.
0: Yeah, yeah yeah like privileges in other school extra privileges in other schools don't much exist
1: yeah.
0: i mean that's wonderful about this school like it's actually very you know this school is very up-to-date i would say i guess you would agree right like it is very 21st century-ish because you know of the digital of the way we arranged everything of the way the students impact uh actually the school and what's going on very democratic very modern
1: yeah I think so I think I think you've 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 nailed it there yeah it's it is it's it's cool it's kind of like when I talk to my friends about my job like my other teacher friends in England I I always say it's like it looks a bit like what I imagine like a Google headquarters to look like like it's not traditional it's not normal it is a bit sort of weird in that way
0: yeah Students cool. are interviewing teachers to have a whole portfolio of all teachers for the school. We actually interviewed somebody at Philmerny that uh, the, Like I, a, a school has a know. still, a school has a podcast. Yeah. Yo, that's rare as well. How long have you been in Berlin, actually?
1: Um, I came in 2017, so my first school year was the now eleventh graders were seventh grade, so.
0: So that's how many years? Six? No. Seven.
1: No. Five. This is my fifth I year, I think.
0: Oh, five. I can't is do it? math.
2: I can't say anything.
0: It is. It is. It is.
1: Yeah. So you are my second set of seventh graders. It's the
0: fifth year of yours, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's my fifth year here.
0: Yeah, that's pretty cool. My sixth. Yo.
1: Yo. <laughs>
0: Wait, does
2: that mean that I've been here for seven years? Yes.
0: Oh no. Oh,
1: oh, oh.
0: oh my god, Anthony. What a shame. shame. (laughs) Anyways, how do you like Berlin then?
1: Um, I love Berlin. I think it's a very cool city. And um, I used to come here on holiday when I was in my late teens and early 20s. And I used to come to party and to see the sights. And I used to think Berlin was one of the coolest places that I'd been to. And I was like, oh, one day I'm going to live in Berlin. And And here I am. Dreams, dreams can come true.
0: Right. If you, if you wish something to happen, bad enough, it will happen. Yeah,
1: you have to manifest, man. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly.
0: Any opinions on the recent changes in school?
1: Yeah, actually, a few different ones. I'm a bit, um, I'm a bit torn by it. I find um, that it was necessary. Like we're talking about the umbau, right? Yeah. I think it was necessary. I think it needed to happen. We were we were too big, we'd outgrown the allies. Um But I'm sad that we don't have them, if I'm honest. I think they were kind of one of the things that made us unique. And I can't stop thinking about the lovely adverts we made. And Anthony, your lovely oh, advert.
2: Oh, oh dear, oh, we don't talk about that. No, oh, we, <laughs> yes, we do. We in do We class a lot. <laughs> and
1: um, yeah, and I just think, you know, like, Oh, we get our own desk. We get our own, you know, lockable shrunk. And I think that's really sad. But at the same time, I had a really big conversation with Frau Herzig about it. Well, you know, like, what is the idea with it? Where are we going? What's the plan? And she said something that really made me stop and think. And she said, you know, the students that we teach, the Learn Partners that we teach, aren't going to leave us and get a job where they sit at their own, at a desk, working in silence. That's not the modern work. That's not what work looks like for you guys. It's not what it's going to be like. And so there's kind of no reason in us making you prepare for something that isn't how it's going to be. And actually your futures in the workplace are going to be really collaborative. And they're going to be much more, well, you know, just all the things that we imagine. They're going, you're going to have a digital future. You're going to have a future where you work in teams, where perhaps people are um, present, some people might be on a video, and that's the way that we've got to prepare you. There's no point you sitting at a desk for hours during the day when you're just practicing for something that you, you don't need to practice for. So I kind of, in that way, it reassures me that we've done the right thing, but sometimes it makes me a bit sad.
0: Very philosophical, and I would say very correct, like,
2: yeah, cool opinion. <laughs> yeah. By by that he means uh, he also gets quite sad, I yeah. believe. I agree. <laughs>
1: but you know, I think when you think about it like that, you kind of go... It
0: makes well, sense, yeah, right. Yeah. That, that absolutely yeah. makes sense, we gotta move on. It does make me quite happy that uh,
2: the school does actually care about, like our future, you know, how our workplace is gonna look like that they're preparing us for this, instead of, you know, some schools, for example, in America, actually, I shouldn't even say that. (laughs) Um, This happens
0: all the time.
2: Yeah, so, you know, those schools are kind of quite old fashioned, they don't really look forward into the future, how that's gonna look. And so people, you know, either fail or You know have no motivation or just later find out that all they did was it wasn't for nothing but it was quite hard to justify in the modern Mm. world let's say like that
1: yeah
0: a lot of schools in some less developed countries than germany actually yeah it's very old-fashioned and like they're not relative and students realize that so they have no motivation to study yeah which is also a problem and we're not a school like this which is actually pretty cool Speaking about motivation. Yes. Do you have a role model in your life?
1: A role model?
0: Yes. Something that inspires you.
1: Well, you know, I am inspired every day by all of the women in my life, big time. I think um, my mum is a great inspiration. My big sister is a huge inspiration. My big sister is, in a lot of ways, kind of my idol. She's. Um, She's an architect, she is a mother to two girls, and she is super cool. She's a very cool lady, and I am every day in awe of her. I'm also really um, inspired by the women at school, the women that I work with. I think that girl power, you know? (laughs) Who run the world? Girls. God is a woman. (laughs) Beyonce's a woman, and that's all that matters. Okay.
0: Well, that is that is that that is an interesting point of view. Not many people have it nowadays. That's cool. I must admit, that's that's a cool role model. You know, cool role models. Okay, so now this is coming to an end slowly. Would you like to give a shout out to anything? Maybe a movie, maybe a concert, a ausstellung somewhere, a place, or maybe an event in school. Anything.
1: Wow. Well, I must say, um oh my gosh I hope I get the day right I want to um, make everybody um, excited about the the day that oh my gosh I've completely lost my train of thought so I want to make sure that everybody's getting really excited about the career day no not career day but like the help me out Anthony
2: career day international day yes. what, what are we? international day exactly. international
1: day that yeah. um miss Ramsey is organizing with her class. Ten- oh,
2: this time it's uh, it's Miss Ramsey. Oh, we're ta- oh, oh, done. Okay, okay, okay. I think I. I okay, we, okay. Are, is this what
1: yeah. you were doing? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah.
2: This is this is the project. Was my
1: description so bad that you had no idea what no, I was talking no, no, about? I was just because
2: it's like career day. You know what are their like kind of it's days? study abroad. Oh. Yeah, that. Oh, yeah, yeah, that. That
1: um, one.
2: Yeah, like, we, we've that's got on some... That's Thursday? I've seen some... Yeah, that's on Thursday. We've seen some pretty nice projects. Uh, Alexei's walking around. To that means honest, we have to end. <laughs> uh, no, To
0: be honest, like, uh, uh, the, the moment this is coming out is going to be late for the show. Well, listen, but, yeah. then but,
1: we'll all be reminiscing about it yeah. and we'll all yes, be la- yes. laughing. How great was or that? Or we'll be
2: crying because it was absolutely horrible. Although, no, I'm yeah. going to be there.
1: I'm going to be there because I would love to study abroad.
2: I've... Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Continue.
1: I would love it. I would love to go and study abroad. Maybe just do a semester. Why not?
0: I mean, I'm tired of learning like, like the geographics of where I am and the languages and the culture. <laughs> I want to stay here. Stay here now. I, m- I switched one country and that was enough. <laughs> I had
2: to. I had to switch uh, three countries. Oh well, no, two technically. Two. Um, <laughs> China and Poland are one country. What? Two. No, no, two. Because first I had to leave Poland to China, and then China to Germany. Right, too. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, But yeah, I've seen some uh, pretty nice-looking projects, so I'm excited for it too. I think it's gonna be absolutely great. And on that note, I believe this was the podcast with... No. <laughs> no?
0: Uh, would you... Like, what would you recommend us to do? Improve, like, any comments on how we ran the podcast uh, the interview, or the podcast in general, yeah. What do you think?
1: Do you know what? Um, I have listened to, I would say, all of the podcasts before we came back to school. Mm. And then a handful of the ones, they're coming thick and fast. You know? Power to you guys, because it's incredible how much content you've put out since we've come back. It's insane. I'm really, really impressed. And I think some of the early ones... I, my criticism would have been that there was, there was no defined host. Okay. And so obviously that problem has resolved. You've decided like your, um, your roles in it. And I was really impressed, Alexi, that, you know, when we started, you asked Anthony, if it was okay, if you took the hosting role. Um, I thought that was really cool. And I think that that's improved it massively because you all kind of, um, you're all a lot calmer behind the microphone there's not the, the, it used to be a bit like um hectic
2: a scuffle,
1: yeah Yeah, and it would kind of sound like oh I don't know who's going to be speaking and I couldn't work out where things were coming from and so I think you've really like nailed it and it's really slick and um the editing's amazing um <laughs> good job, good job Alexi Thank but you know like it's really slick it's really slick and these you know, practice makes perfect, doesn't it? And I think that right. that's one one thing that um, you can really take away is like you, you're, you're hitting some really high peaks now. And I think that's really impressive.
0: I mean, we just continue working and we get better and better as we go. Yeah, and you're job. finding,
1: you know, you're finding what's important for you guys to talk about, what's interesting for you to talk about and what's interesting for your listeners. And I think um, I love these interviews. I think they're really cool. Yeah. I just, I i like the podcast i'm a fan
0: thank you very much we appreciate that our work is appreciated (laughs) this is now officially my quote because i'm saying this for the second time
2: (laughs) now what i just wanted to add quickly so right now we've kind of struck a let's say a gold mine of what what we can do to you know interest our listeners and yeah. I feel like eventually that gold mine is gonna run out <laughs> and we're and we're gonna have to figure something else out uh, and
0: that that might that's you know we'll cross that bridge when we get there you're thinking too far ahead anyways guys this has been the FSS podcast the grand interview with miss Harvey Anthony and Alexei and we hear you
1: (laughs) every single time
0: (laughs) and you hear us not the other way next week thanks for listening thanks for your attention this has been miss harvey and us
1: bye
2: he has to break the microphone each time and it even registered quite loudly on the other one good job alexi
1: good job guys
0: i haven't done one of these for so long
1: Okay, I'll, I'll Anthony, Anthony's. Uh, go
2: on, Anthony. Um, I I absolutely love the energy here. It's great, but I think we're getting a little off topic, maybe. It's fine. It's
1: fine. Oh, isn't that Rule 101 One of I'm podcasting, so Anthony? I'm,
2: sorry.
0: I'm so sorry. Um, i outside. Sorry. Yeah, go ahead, dude. <laughs> The thing is, he hasn't participated in interviews. He is normally taking care of the little group.
1: Yeah, yeah, he was telling me.
0: Yeah, so that's I guess that's the reason why he did. That's the reason why we don't take him.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That and because he can't mount the microphones.
0: I miss you, Alex. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I I automatically quit saying what I started saying because I know right now there is a switch of a question and Alex is supposed to do that. Mm. And I don't know how it's done. Like, but I know how to edit, so... (laughs) It's (laughs) It's just snippety snap. Ooh.